Would you please be seated? And as we're seated, a prayer. Father God, thank you for your word and thank you for your hope and thank you for your light. And would you give us your hope this evening, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we talk of someone as being the light of my life. It means that they are everything to us. They are the one who gives our life meaning. They are the one who is there when it gets dark and difficult. They are the one who shows up the colors and makes it all so bright. With them, we can be completely honest and ourselves. We can weep with them and we can laugh with them. They make us who we are and they bring out the best in us. And when that light is taken, our lives become very dark and very empty. W.H. Auden wrote that famous poem, when his partner died, and he said this in one of the verses, the stars are not wanted now, put out everyone, pack up the moon and dismantle the sun, pour away the ocean and sweep up the wood, for nothing now can ever come to any good. I'm very conscious, just actually walking around and speaking to one or two of you, that for many of you, the light of your life has been extinguished. You've been in very dark places, and perhaps some of you may still be in those dark places. And Christmas just makes it worse. Every fairy light can be yet another stab of emptiness, of aloneness, of darkness. But there is hope. The title of this service is Light Up a Life. We hold lights, we will do in a few minutes' time, to remember those who we have loved but who are no longer with us, those who were the lights of our life. We give thanks for them. We realize that even though we have lost them, we will never be able to lose what they were to us and what they still are to us. But there's another sense in which this service is called Light Up a Life, came out in that opening prayer. The lives that are to be lit up are ours. It's about offering hope. It's about saying that in the darkness there is light. It's about taking that dead wick and bringing a light to it, which means that it will begin again to flicker, to give light, to give heat, to live. There is one who can be the light of our life in a way that no other human person, even that person who is so close, can possibly be. He is the one who the prophet Micah foretold in that first reading, the one who would be born in Bethlehem. He is the one, if you noticed in that reading, who it said will stand and feed his flock and we will be secure and safe and know peace. 
600 or so years after Micah, Jesus Christ was born. John writes of Jesus, what has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. It's only when it is night that the light can be seen. It was night when shepherds were keeping watch over their flocks. Then they saw and they heard the glory of God. And of course the darkness tries to put the light out. When they hammered him to the cross, they used the nail of hatred. They used the nail of lies. The nail of viciousness. And the nail of death. It seemed that they had put out the light for three days. But then like one of those magic candles you can put on birthday cakes, it suddenly flickered back into life. And for 2,000 years, this story has been twisted, has been mocked in places where people follow this Jesus. Even today in our world, people are persecuted. The light is still being sought to be put out, but nothing, nothing on earth and nothing in heaven, nothing in life and nothing in death can now extinguish that light. So I invite us to turn to that light. Last week I visited an older person. They had not been well and they were struggling to come to terms with a body that was growing older and weaker, while in their mind they remained young. And we prayed and they wept. The light of whom I speak is the only one who can give us hope when we weep or when we want to weep but the tears won't come and when the night is at its very darkest. And Jesus, who John describes as that light of the world, was born that first Christmas. He suffered and died that first Good Friday, and he rose from the dead that first Easter. He is alive, and he is burning brightly, and we can turn to him. And he will be our friend and walk beside us. One of the most famous passages in the Bible says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall want for nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. And the writer goes on to talk in that psalm about how the Lord will anoint us with joy. And he will not just lead us and guide us and give us joy. He will come and live beside us and with us and in us, and he will be the light of our life. He is the one who gives our life, who gives every life meaning and significance. It's because of him that the person we have loved and lost really does matter. He is the one who is there when it gets dark. We have his amazing promises, promises of forgiveness, of strength when we feel so weak, of peace, of eternal life. 
He is the one who shows up the colors of life, who comforts, protects, and guides. He is the one in whose presence we can weep and know that our tears really do matter and in whose presence we will one day laugh and laugh and laugh with freedom and with joy. He is the light who is our strength and our courage, who gives us purpose and who gives us hope. Several years ago, I was on a ferry from Le Havre to Poole. The the sea was rough and I felt dreadful. Some of you will probably know the feeling. You could quite happily die. Outside, it got dark. But that was a mercy because then I saw in the far distance a light. It was the light at Poole Harbour. That light is the first sight of home for men or women who have been at sea for many days. In years gone by, it was the light that guided ships into that harbour. And for me, that light was a sign of hope. It was a lifeline. While everything else went up and down and this way and that way, it was the one fixed point. And so for about two to three hours... I sat in the front of that ferry and I fixed my eyes on that light and it got me through. I pray that as you walk through the night, God will open your eyes and light up your life that you will, that we will see that light, not something, but someone. And that we're given the grace to fix our eyes on Jesus, on the Jesus who lived who suffered, who died, but who rose from the dead and is alive and who promises that one day he will return to establish his kingdom of peace, justice, mercy and joy, where there will be no more sickness, no more suffering and no more death. And you will discover that he can be in a way that no human person ever can be both now and then, the light of your life.